1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com recommend today.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
1: Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning. Welcome to the Minnesota Real Estate Show. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and welcome. Saturday morning, February the 17th, and we are live here at News Talk 830 WCCO every Saturday morning for the Minnesota Real Estate Show, hosted by Mike Overson, of Luminate Home Loans, Scott Wolmering and myself, Ryan O'Neill, of the Minnesota real estate team. REMAX Advantage Plus, hope the weekend is starting off well. Again, this is a local show. It is interactive as well. We take your questions and text right live in the studio here at 612-294-6949. Again, 612 612-294- 294 6949. Uh, talk all things real estate, mortgage in studio. Steve Stalock with Win Home Inspection, Home Inspection as well. Scott, uh, good morning to you, buddy. Yeah, good
2: uh, Good to be here. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Like Ryan said, this is the Minnesota Real Estate Show. Uh, we are live and local every Saturday till the top of the hour. Love your questions and your comments. 612 294 6949. You can call that number, go live, or you can text us at that number and we'll handle you your questions. Uh, every week, we like to have kind of a fun little question. We send out uh, just to get people's comments on it. This week, it's what characteristic do you like in a person? Uh, what do you find appealing? What characteristic do you like, and what characteristic do you just just turns your stomach? You just don't like. It's just not the not something you'd like to see in a person. Uh, th- that's our fun question of the week, and our little show topic. We'll get into after our first break. Uh, you know, what what do people look for when they're looking for a real estate agent? So if you're selling your house or you're going to be buying a house, what what does the national statistics say people are looking for in a real estate agent? And then, more importantly, what do Ryan and I say you should look for in a real estate agent? At least our opinion on the matter, so we'll handle that uh, after the first break.
1: Yeah, again, 612-294-6949. The first segment of the show, we always like to give a little bit of a, an update, both from a real estate perspective and from the mortgage side of the house Uh, In talking with Mike Overson, uh, Luminate Home Loans, since February 1st, interest rates have creeped up, Mike said, about half of a percentage point. So they are in the low sevens right now, high sixes, low sevens. Uh, There was an inflation report, a CPI report, consumer price index, that was a little bit hotter, a little bit uh, higher than they wanted. As a result... Um, rates have crept up, and so again, they're in the low sevens uh, right now. Um, in talking with Mike, uh, he still feels, Scott. He said, um, even though that that rates have slid up a little bit, he still feels pretty strongly that rates are going to continue to drift down throughout the year. Even though this wasn't the desired report they want, he feels that rates are going to continue to dip.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. Well, well we actually have kind of a little side bet going on because I picked that. we. I said that we would be in the fours uh, high fours, but I think we'll be in the fours by April. uh, And he thought that we were going to be somewhere in the, uh, in the high, high fives, low, low sixes. So regardless, whichever one of those uh, uh, transpires, very good, uh, very good news. Um, I think Mike would tell you that his applications are at least doubled. And I think even closer to tripled right now, meaning that people are, are revving up for what we know is going to be this kind of, year and a half of hiatus where rates were at 8%. People were just, they weren't doing much. They were sitting there. But we've watched that the searches are still way up there, meaning that people are still watching. Steve um, Stalock, who's going to be coming on, uh, is talking about some of the inspections he's doing where people have been, you know, living with mom and dad for a year. And now they're finally getting out and finding the house. So we're going to have an explosion uh, of business.
1: Yeah, it's interesting when you look at, again, and talking to, to friends uh, in the industry, fellow real estate agents, brokers, mortgage professionals, the uh, National Association of Realtors did release their 2023 sales numbers, and existing home sales dropped 19% um, from the year prior. So in 2023, sales overall in the United States were down 19%. They were down to four, a little over 4 million, and that, uh, they said, is the lowest level of home sales in nearly three decades. So again, as Scott said, the elevated mortgage rates, lack of inventory for uh, homes for sale in the U.S., those were the U.S. numbers. Let's look here kind of locally just to see year over year, what are we seeing in the Twin Cities? Uh, New listings, this is good good news, are up almost 18%, so 18% more. Uh, um, homes for sale that popped up this past week 942 the the pending sales is uh, accepted purchase agreements also up 4.2 percent so there were 720 pending sales and then the inventory um, is also up very slightly 2.6 percent more homes for sale 6446 and that median sales price, it's stayed steady. It's gone up a little bit, one point four percent increase. Um, so it's interesting. It's interesting, Scott. Again, eighteen percent more new listings. I like seeing that.
2: I like seeing that. What what, what I don't like seeing is sixty four hundred homes. Um, yeah. And uh, and that is a and that is a extremely low amount of homes going into a spring market where we are going to be getting more listings every week. So we're going to start to see that listing inventory. Uh, I'm sorry, we're going to start to see that listing, new listings go up every week like we just have. But because of the ferocious buyer appetite, it's getting gobbled up. And, you know, we've said to people over the last three three months, you know, if you are a buyer, buy in November and December um, because that's going to be your best two months. And I can tell you because I'm in the market right now with three different buying groups between about 300 to 600. That, it is a, uh, um, that we literally were on the precipice of it and hit it about two weeks ago where we could go out, look at a house, go back to the office, look at comps, set up a second showing, go back in, write our offer, negotiate it out, et cetera. Go back to the office, look at comps, set up a second showing, go back in, write our offer, negotiate it out, etc. cetera. Same buyer group, two weeks later, now it's run out, 10 offers on it. We're going to look at it tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Same type of houses, same type of everything. That's what we're in.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's an interesting time for sure here in the Minnesota real estate market. 612-294-6949 is how you can join us. 612-294-6949. We did, a, did have a text message, a question come in from Kim. Just said, hey guys, looking at buying a condo, Any quick tips to be aware of for buying uh, a condo, Um, Scott?
2: Yeah, you know, uh, I've had a condo before. Do not, do not, under any circumstances, put a skylight in. It really ticks your (laughs) your upstairs neighbor (laughs) off, so don't do that. No, we're up against the break. We'll hit the condo question uh, when we get back. Is it a good idea to buy a condo or not?
1: Yep, condos, tips on condos, uh, what to buy. Again, This is the Minnesota Real Estate Show here every weekend on WCCO. We appreciate you joining us. Our team, the Minnesota Real Estate team, we've got agents really all across the state of Minnesota and western Wisconsin. We help you buy homes, sell homes, invest in real estate, reach out anytime. This is the Minnesota Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Minnesota Real Estate Show. Hope your weekend is going well. Thanks for tuning in to CCO and tuning in to our show. We're here every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. This is a local real estate show. We've been on the airwaves here in the Twin Cities for over 15 years. We talk real estate, mortgage, home inspection, and we welcome your questions. 612-294-6949. It comes to us right here in the studio at WCCO. question was about buying a condo um things to be aware of and scott maybe i'll share um we're actually our team it's interesting topic wise this coming tuesday we do various types of trainings this coming tuesday our training is all about homeowners associations and i think when you're buying obviously a condo or a townhome you also need to understand what are you getting involved with with the homeowners association what are the fees what are the restrictions What are um, taking time in Minnesota, you have 10 days to review all of the documentation about the homeowners association to help you understand what what am I getting into here? Because it's different, Scott, than a single family home. And the reality of it is things can change with homeowners associations. For example, you know, we've we um, have worked with many investors over the years that have purchased that then maybe the association decides, hey, we're going to limit the number of rentals or not allow rentals. So, Scott, that's a big thing for buyers to be aware of. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm going to go along the same lines. It's all, it's all about the association and about what they've got in cash reserve. So the, the biggest thing that can hurt you in a in, in valuation of a condo sale is if the condo – so I'll explain this this way. You have the exact same condo building the exact same condo. Um, and they're both selling for two hundred thousand dollars. One association is two hundred dollars, and the other association is five hundred dollars. Okay, they're the same condo. Okay, the one that was selling for two hundred—they're both selling for two hundred. Now, the one that has a five hundred dollar association is no longer worth two hundred thousand dollars because your buying power just dropped about forty grand. So again, you have the same unit, the exact same condo, all the amenities, everything is the exact same. But one uh, association's at 500, the other is at two. One unit just lost value of about thirty, forty thousand dollars. That's a big thing to pay attention to when you're when you're buying a condo.
1: Yeah, obviously the benefits, huge benefits. Um, my dear mother lives in a wonderful townhome down in New Prague. There's a ton of benefits to living in a condo, to living in a townhome, and I think that's part of what your agent really has to help you through that process to be sure you you do your due diligence during that acceptance period because, again, if you write an offer and you get it accepted, great, everybody's happy. But now in Minnesota, there's a 10-day period where you, your agent, um, really have to do some due diligence. And and that's, again, the buyer's responsibility to do because once that period ends, then it's moving forward to closing. The other big thing uh, to be aware of, Scott, is um, – insurance claims right things that can happen with insurance you know maybe the previous owner getting a hail uh hail damage um letter in the mail so that there's things to be aware of the important thing is be sure to have a good agent helping you through
2: yeah there's no there's no doubt that uh, um well and, and you also have to be you have to be real realistic with yourself an association is nothing more than parents <laughs> that, that, that are over over overlooking what you are doing to make sure that everybody wants to live in this, so so if you think it's unreal uh, unrealistic for you not to be able to park four cars in your driveway because you have three teenage kids, you are the exact person that the association is built for because nobody else wants three cars parked in your in your driveway. Yeah, that's what an association is. So you have to be realistic with yourself. If that's not your cup of vodka, do not buy a condo or townhome because because you are going to have to live within the rules of your parents. Why you live under their house
1: yeah again six one two two nine four six nine four nine is how you can join us had a text message come in from Mark Mark had said uh, applying for the homestead uh, exemption I'm assuming I have to do this fairly closely after purchasing the property a short answer is yeah yep, yeah you do
2: yeah before before December uh, is when you have to do it but right after right after you do it and now you can actually do it online. Um, but as soon as you close, typically I always tell my clients, just go down to the courthouse, you know, in, in Dakota County, I just say, walk under the clock, take a right it takes you two <laughs> minutes. Uh, they're going to ask you if you live there, say that you do. Cause if you say that you don't, they're going to tell you to come back when you do. Um, it, it's not as big a deal. I hate even to say this, but it's not as big a deal as it used to be. It used to be three times your tax amount. So if you did not go and uh, homestead your property, your taxes could be three times the amount. Now in Dakota County in Scott County, for example, uh, if your value is at if your tax value is at four hundred fourteen thousand dollars, there is no difference between your homestead and your non homestead. Um, but still a good still a good idea to do it, you know, still because it's the, homesteading means nothing more than, than the fact that that's the primary place that you live.
1: Yeah, this is a good question that I I'll, I uh, I will take here. Um, to it, it says if I buy a house now. In this incredibly overpriced market, could I expect to get my money back out of it in 10 years? I think, you know, hey, we we feel the pain as well. As renters, as homeowners, we understand um, prices have risen significantly. Costs of housing has risen significantly. Here's what we see on the real estate end as real estate agents and brokers is there is a st- very, very strong demand for real estate, again, we have a, just simplest terms, lack of housing, lack of housing across the board, ton of people that want to get in. So what happens as a result is prices, again, even as we just said, numbers dropped 20% in closed sales, values did not drop last year. Values actually even went up slightly more um, because, of again, the, uh, because of the inventory issue. My feeling is um, there's never a better time than the present to buy real estate. Is there a guarantee that five years or 10 years you're going to get your money back? No, absolutely there's not. Is there a high likelihood that you will, in my opinion? Yes. Again, learn from me. I bought a lot of investment property at the worst time in the last 30 years. That was incredibly overpriced that people thought. And, again, you hold on to it long enough over time, good things happen. And so I think it's a, it's a real question, Scott. I think people are feeling that.
2: Well, and, yeah, and so you know, I, I guess I, I go at th- things a little bit more. You're by, first of all, what do you mean overpriced market? Um, overpriced from 2007? Sure. Yeah, of course it's overpriced from 2007. That was when we dropped to our bottom um, so, so I'm not really sure what overprice means. It's an aggressive real estate market. And, and yes, we've rebounded back to, you know, what our prices were, frankly, back in about 2007, 2008. So we're yeah. kind of back to, back to those numbers. So I'm not really sure what, what overprice necessarily, uh, necessarily means. Um, but I can tell you this, are you going to make money in 10 years? No idea. Are you going to have windows to make money in 10 years? Absolutely. So what I mean by that is like Ryan's situation. Hey, you bought you bought uh, um, you know ten homes in two thousand five, the height of the market, and now they all dropped by half a percent. Well, are you going to make money in ten years? No, but if you waited thirteen years, yeah, you could have made money. So, I mean, there's always windows that you can you can make money in, but if you're trying to get on a, a specific time, yeah, it could be a lo- it could be a, a low in ten years, but maybe it's a high in twelve years. So, yeah, you got to have some flexibility.
1: Yeah, I just think right now there is such a strong <clears throat> demand. There's such limited housing out there. That I feel that, um, again, I I personally don't feel a person can go wrong buying um, and, and holding five years, 10 years. Obviously, you're going to have costs in buying and selling, but you need to live live somewhere. And rents are expensive. I mean, if you talk to any landlords out there, demand is super strong from a rental standpoint.
2: Well, and I'll tell you what, guys, there's <laughs> there's no doubt that for all of those people that have chosen now to rent rent, um, and then they get their they do their taxes then the year i've got a couple of clients right now that have done that for the first time and they're getting hit right between the eyes cuz you don't have that interest write off anymore and that is a lot of money you're writing a check for at the end of the year um so yeah when you look at what your mortgage payment would be you got to remember you're getting an interest write off when you have your mortgage payment you're not getting that when you're writing a $2500 rent payment
1: yeah rent what they do is your landlord has to provide a renter's credit Um, uh, that basically shows that you provide to the state of Minnesota. Um, Again, there's lots of different tax situations versus owning and renting, um, which obviously we've talked about over the years. Happy to chat more about. But it's something to consider uh, as well. Steve Stalock, thanks for being on, man. You've been waiting so patiently here as we kind of jib-jab.
0: Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Well, kind of. Kind of. It's February. Winter's back. So we're happy, right?
1: We are happy. I had a good comment on social media. Eric Allestad said, hey, don't forget the principal paydown in 10 years of owning versus renting as well. Very true. Very true. And some of those things, again, we have to, we live somewhere. And so it's not so much about, it's hard though. I, I understand the thought of that question because we've had, we've all had buyers like that, that just say, look, things are overpriced and then you wake up 5 years later and you say gosh I wish I would have bought 5 years ago.
2: Oh yeah, I mean that outside of a seller saying hey I'm not in a hurry to sell <laughs> which is a seller saying if I wait I'm going to I mean that outside of a seller saying hey I'm not in a hurry to sell <laughs> which is a seller saying if I wait I'm going to make more money. Uh, a, a buyer uh, a buyer saying, what did you just say? I forgot what
1: you just said. Just saying <laughs> that, you know, I wish I would have bought five yes. years ago. A
2: buyer saying, you know, Scott, I wish I would have bought five years ago. Or, Scott, I wish I would have bought that house we looked at four months ago. That is the number one thing you hear. Because especially in this market, guys, what you're looking at right now, let's give it a number. What you're looking at right now for 200 in my opinion, you're paying 225 in June. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what's happening right now.
1: Yeah, we're up against the halfway point at the Minnesota Real Estate Show, 612-294-6949. You can join us by phone or text anytime throughout the show. Throughout the week as well, 612-294-6949. After the break, we're going to be diving in with Steve Stalock, Win Home Inspection, talking about what he's seeing with housing, the home inspection and process as well. Hope everybody's having a great weekend. This is WCCO. Hey, good morning, and welcome back to the Minnesota Real Estate Show. Hope your weekend's going well. We are here every Saturday, 10 to 11. Questions, comments, thoughts. Got our friend Steve Stalock, Win Home Inspection, longtime partner with the Minnesota Real Estate Show. If you go to mnrealestateshow.com, you can find all of our great partners that our team has worked with for uh, 20 years. Um, here, uh, here in Minnesota, Steve. Great to have you on, Bud.
0: Hey, it is great to be on.
1: Yeah, we were just talking uh, questions during uh, during break on social media too about solar, and you said you're just not seeing a lot of solar or inspecting a lot of solar no, in the Twin it, Cities.
0: It's pretty rare to see a home with a solar array in Minnesota. I'll see them on occasion, maybe a handful a year, but it's uncommon.
1: Yeah. Do you see? Um, do you see ever? I I, I was thinking about um, you know with some pumps. And with, um, you know, obviously freezing, there hasn't been a lot of freezing this winter, but just, um, you know, from the exterior of the home, do you ever see backup issues with, um, you know, with that because of the ice? What do people do to um, maintenance-wise?
0: What you're required to do is discharge that water to the exterior. And there are some properties that it just runs Year round, yeah. Uh, My sister lives in Savage. Her pump is active. December, January, February. Clay soil. Yeah, it just runs. So in those cases, you can talk to your city. They don't want that water being discharged into, you know, the the sewer system. Yeah, they get super mad when you do that. Yeah, they but come up
2: two or three times and tell you to get it out of there,
0: Scott. But it's <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> if if you do have one of those houses where it runs nonstop, you can talk to them and say, "Hey, during these months, can I divert it into my laundry tub?" Okay. So you and I do see systems where they've. Got that set up so that in the winter time they just divert it and they don't run it outside.
1: What do you do if you have to run it outside? Oh, no, you can't. And if it's frozen, <laughs> yeah. It's,
0: well, then you're <laughs> going to wait for water. Going to wait for water. <laughs> it's going to back
1: up. Yeah. So, so what? What does the homeowner do? Because I actually was talking to a friend who has this issue, and the city doesn't allow it. Doesn't allow it to go. You know, to to divert it another way. Uh, I would so look I just at- want
2: to interrupt just quickly, Steve. <laughs> yeah. So only a friend of Ryan O'Neal would call <laughs> the city to see if he can put a tube into his wash tub. Yeah. yeah. How about just pick the tube up and put it in your wash tub? Solution. I well, would... it's
1: in the basement. I got
2: that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody does. I mean, I understand you're supposed to get yeah.
1: permission, but yeah.
2: he can. Trust yeah. me. The the uh, the sewer police, they're not out there. You yeah, can but, just do it.
1: But in this case, so in the conversation with a friend is that it's in the basement. Yeah. It discharges up, up. So there's no connection. The, the laundry tub is up, up, upstairs. Uh, ah, got So it. there's got no you. laundry tub got there. It. So, so it's got to discharge somewhere.
0: Right. So there are heat tapes. You've seen the systems that you can melt the ice on your roof. Okay. I would get a heat tape, uh, run it through the tube, run it around the pipe, warm it up so that at least uh, it, you know, it has a chance of discharging. And then I would get out there probably daily and make sure it's not plugged.
1: Hmm. That's, uh, that's work. Steve Stalock, Windhome Inspection, we were just saying was last year the lowest year for you, but it was not uh, your worst year.
0: No, my uh, slowest volume year was two years ago when the interest rates were at like 0. 0.0006, whatever how low they got, and the market was really, really overheated and everyone was waving their inspection. So last year it almost began to resemble normal again where um, home buyers were able to negotiate an inspection. So mm. I actually was up year over year last year compared to the prior.
1: This is an interesting question. Uh, this one just says, I have a neighbor that parks a number of vehicles in their driveway. Um, nobody else in our neighborhood does it. We're a community of single-family homes. What can I do here, guys?
2: Uh, so that gets a, that gets a little bit tougher. So here... And this is not going to make sense to you because it never makes sense to any of my clients. So there is there is it doesn't matter how old your development is there is a, uh, a um, uh, I'm losing the term ordinance well, yeah, well not even ordinance when the builder built it there was a there was a One, uh, two, three. covenant covenant there was a, uh, there was a covenant of the neighborhood and in that covenant it will state things like you cannot have vehicles more than two vehicles in your driveway, can't put a motor home outside, et cetera. Unlike an association, who is enforcing it becomes the problem. So you could find out there probably is a covenant that doesn't allow it. It's it's getting someone to actually enforce that covenant that becomes the problem.
1: Yeah, what you'll find is as you get in closer to Minneapolis-St. Paul, more of the, the suburbs, you can go to the city directly, and the city oftentimes will have an enforcement arm that will do that depending upon Um, you know, and again, especially if it is uh, for landlords out there, that's certainly the case where they will require certain things. Um, the the reason,
2: I'm sorry to interrupt you. The reason that the police don't like to get involved in it is if it's an older neighborhood, you can drive through and you can find 20 things that are not, that are violating the original covenant back in 1984. And so the police are like, you know what, (laughs) If if we talk about your third car, We've got to handle that boat. We've got it. You know, it's like they just don't want to get involved in it.
0: If it's your next door neighbor, I suggest arborvitae.
1: Arborvitae, very
0: fast-growing trees. Yes. Kind of creates a, a visual vase. block. <laughs> you know. Don't yeah. have to look at it. Out of sight, out of mind. Egging. If you have te- teenagers, uh. <laughs> so if you have teenagers,
2: they can egg it. That works.
1: They hey, Steve. It. So you were talking about again uh, for tips for people looking to buy a home. Look for the big-ticket, expensive things they may need. Uh, that could be problems, especially if they're not doing a home inspection. Anything else for people to be aware of or existing homeowners to have uh, thoughts about with their homes?
0: Uh, well, absolutely get uh, get the home inspected. Absolutely. You know, there's more to learn than just about your major mechanicals. Um, especially newer houses are a little more complicated. They have more features and things, and I'll often get into a house and... Um, Obviously, the homeowners had no idea what their air exchanger was and that it actually needed to be cleaned on occasion. Um, So there's just devices and mechanisms in the house that you need to learn about.
1: Yeah. Again, we're talking to Steve Stalock, Wind Home Inspection. Scott, um, as we move forward again, I know the show topic uh, was about how to... How do people select an agent, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Why do people select real estate agents? We'll talk a little bit about kind of national statistics of of why they do. Uh, And then Ryan and I opinion, and we haven't talked about this before the show, um, about why you should choose a real estate agent. So maybe I'll put it in the form of a question. Why why do people choose real estate agents? Uh, Why do you think the number one reason – you, you're at an open house, for example, and you you meet a meet a real estate agent. Why do you decide to work with that real estate
1: agent? Yeah, what I've seen a lot of over the years is if obviously they they like the person and they trust the person. So from a buying perspective, it's that human connection that you have with him or her. Hey, is this somebody that I trust? Is this someone that I like? Obviously, a huge benefit is again if you're meeting someone at an open house is market knowledge. Is this somebody that knows the area, that knows the the house, that knows other similar properties? Um, Or is this somebody that's just simply asking me for business? Nobody really likes that. When you walk in, you say, hey, you you know, are you working with an agent without providing any kind of value? That, Scott, is something, and I know with your business when you started, you did a lot of opens, but you get to know the other homes, the neighborhood, the market, the school district, the good and the bad as well, and that's a big thing from a for a buyer, Scott.
2: Yeah, no, it is, and, and you kind of hit it. You kind of hit it. Basically, we can we can dissect it, um, but the top five, basically ninety three percent of why people choose an agent when they meet them is basically that: like, trust, felt well, good conversationalist. I mean, th- there are all those things. Completely different why people choose. Uh, a listening agent, by the way, which we can get into after the uh, the next break. But uh, yeah, so uh, from, so so why do people choose a real estate agent? It's because they uh, it's because they like them because they have a, a good feeling with them. I always say that it's like a it's like a short relationship you're going to have. Uh, and when you're choosing a, an agent, it, they're pre- it's pretty easy. If you can't stand this person, guess what? Other agents can't stand them either. And so if if they're representing you. If Joe Schmo is representing you, and we all know we can't stand Joe Schmo, and he's writing an offer, we don't want to work with him because we have in the past. So go with your gut. If this person just rubbed you the wrong way, or you get a bad feeling, that's kind of how everybody else is going to feel about him as well.
1: Yeah, the other thing too that often happens in the industry is there's kind of a a push to get um, buyer representation documents signed very quickly in the industry. Is there's kind of a a push to get um, buyer representation documents signed very quickly in the process. What what we encourage is, is get to know your agent, build a relationship with the agent. The contract, signing with him or her, is more of a formality where you are both saying, look, hey, this is something showing that we enjoy working together. And, Scott, that is something that, again, um, th- there's some of it in the market, maybe not as much, but <clears throat> that pushing of the contract, hey, I'm working with you as the broker. Please sign this, Scott.
2: That's right. Um, if uh, if if you are if you are a buyer and you are telling yourself, my my agent Ryan O'Neill, he's he's just trying to sell me a house. Run. And if if that's what you feel, the person that you're working with is trying to sell you a house. You need to get another agent. Because because whenever I hear that, like with my clients, I know I'm going to sell them a house. They're my client, They're my clients. So. So whenever I hear that, it's always a red flag to me because if that's what you're feeling, my gosh. I mean, if, if I ever had a client that felt that, I have not done my job because I I want to sell them the right house. I already know I'm going to sell them a house. Yeah, so, I had, you know Go ahead.
1: Oh, sorry. I was just going to say some other nice comments coming in. Jerry Campos said, word of mouth, someone I trust. Market knowledge is very important. We are educators. Very true. We are right. educators indeed. We're at the break here, our okay. final break. We're going to continue the conversation against Scott Wolmering, Steve Stalock, Win Home Inspection. Appreciate people joining us on social media. If you ever want to catch us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, um, feel free to join us there as well. 612 294 6949. This is the Minnesota Real Estate Show.
2: So, but, uh, <coughs> so.
1: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Minnesota Real Estate Show. I Want to give a shout out? Last night uh, was the uh, it's called the Twin Cities Real Producers event, which is a local organization. Chad Jeske, uh, a friend, a great friend of mine. Eight. Yeah, yeah he started uh, started up this organization, uh, which celebrates uh, those in the real estate community, agents, brokers, all of the various partners. So it was the big annual gala last night. Um, Jay Lynn uh, is on our team. She was up for the Out of Shadows Award. She did not win, but huh. she's a winner in our she eyes. She won last year, didn't she? She did win last year. Yeah, so it was super fun. Uh, great event. Uh, but congratulations to Chad, to all the winners. Um, just, yeah, kind of a really kind of a fun deal, fun event. Everybody gets together um, in the real estate world. But um, Steve um, Stalock... Um, be sure, uh, best way for people to connect with you agents, brokers, or customers looking for home inspection yeah. advice.
0: Um, well, my business phone number is 952 891 4455. But the easiest way is to get to the radio show website that is mnrealestateshow.com. You got everything's laid out perfectly, you got your preferred vendors there click down there, look to the home inspectors, and look for that handsome ball guy. That's me. That's,
1: that is you. That's Mr. Steve Stalock. Grateful for Steve. Uh, fellow agents, again, listening. Just does an awesome job. Encourage you to reach out to um, to him. Had a uh, had a question come in. Um, why should a seller choose working with an agent versus going FISBO? Oh, yeah.
2: So that's actually along, uh, along the lines of our question, which, yeah. is, uh, which is why why would you choose a real estate agent? We kind of checked, uh, checked the box off on the – why would you choose a buyer? And basically 90-something percent wraps into you like them, you trust them, et cetera, et cetera. So why should you choose a, 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 a listing agent? And specifically, why should you choose a listing agent over for sale by owner? The real quick answer for why would you sell for sale uh, instead of for sale by owner is you make more money with a, with a listing agent. Factual, you cannot believe it all you want. It's not even close. You make way more money listing with an agent than you do selling on your own. Uh, I can give you all the reasons, but we're kind of in the last five minutes, so I won't. Um, if you're interested, you can reach out to us. But again, much much more money in your pocket by listing with a with a real estate agent uh, than going there for sale by owner. And why would you choose a real estate agent different than a buyer's agent? Why would you choose a listing agent on or why would you choose on the listing side? I've got my ideas, Ryan. But what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think an important piece in this market, even in a limited inventory market, is you need an agent that a broker that is really has some marketing firepower. What are they going to do to expose your property to the most number of buyers um, through all marketing avenues? Um, obviously, the internet is huge now, of course, but social media. But you got to look at all the all the avenues: radio, print, social media, online, um, uh, a variety of things that a good agent or broker is going to do to help you market that property the other thing too scott just real briefly that the agent will help you do is guide you through the transaction itself i think what happens is people forget you know buying or selling a home is not like selling a tv or buying a tv you go into best buy you buy it you pay 500 bucks done closed move on home sales are complicated Um, that's my whole job with the minnesota real estate team is dealing with problems Unfortunately, things don't always go the way you want in the transaction. That's why having a good agent is super important to help you, guide you through the uh, transaction. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I, can't, I can't jump on that enough, guys. It's, and, and not to, uh, I won't even toot my heart, horn, but other agents that, that do it right, there's very little problems in their transactions. But I can tell you agents that I know that almost every deal they have is a, is a disaster, a uh, you know, person's not qualified. This isn't right. You know, Everything's just a mess. And uh, and that is, believe me, if you are a buyer or a seller, you do not want to be on the side of, the, of that. You don't want to have a moving truck loaded with a deal falling apart. If you've been there before, it is no fun.
1: On, on the team trip, it was a really good analogy. Laura Antolek, who won the uh, agent of the year for the Minnesota real estate team last year, she commented the analogy of kind of the duck where you're, you're on the top of the water, floating very you know, peacefully, but underneath your legs are moving very quickly. And on social media, we just had a comment, who vets the buyer? The average person has no idea how much agents do behind the scenes with title, mortgage, et cetera. And I think that's an important piece. I know it is hard to understand. And um, and again, we'll do a whole show about uh, for sale by owner as well, because got, I've got five, six, seven different specific points about that. But I think, Scott, it's, um, it's hard. Again, everybody wants to save money as well, but it's, it's kind of like anything that um, you know, having a professional to help you through the process is super important.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the illusion. You know, it, it's, whenever I get that question asked for the years, I used to talk about all the reasons why the, you know, we, you know we do this and we do this. But the bottom line is I know the reason the question is being answered. People think that selling by sale by owner, they think they're going to put more money in their pocket and they do not. And so if, if that's the reason why you're doing it, if it's for any reason other than you just have always dreamt at night about playing real estate agent, if there's any reason other than that, if uh, then then there's no reason why you would sell for sale by owner.
1: Yeah, again, uh, appreciate uh, appreciate you joining us here, Steve. Always a pleasure, man. Grateful for you. Uh, Phone number again for best people to to catch you?
0: 952-891-4455. And just one closing thought to all homeowners out there. Have you checked the date on your smoke alarms and carbon monoxide alarms? Ten years max. Take them down. Look at the date. If they're old. Get new ones.
1: Super important stuff. And if you've asked your
2: smoke alarm for a date, you're old. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why. why, Scott, real quick, best feature, you said, was empathy? Best feature was empathy. Worst feature. Worst feature was having no self-realization of who you are. Steve, best feature?
0: Self-reliance. Worst feature? Dishonesty.
1: I would say best feature is, uh, I might agree, empathy or generosity. Yep. Generosity of time or monies. Second, uh, worst one is probably um, somebody who talks too much. Yeah. Just, just a lack of awareness. <laughs> hey, it's been a fun show. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Great job, guys. Yeah, absolutely appreciate everybody tuning yeah, in. Yeah, this <laughs> has been the Minnesota Real Estate Show. You're looking to buy, sell, invest in real estate. Please reach out anytime. We're a team, we're all over Minnesota, and we're here to help you at your pace and to do our best. 612 294 6949 is how you can join us. This, again, has been the Minnesota Real Estate Show on WCCO. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
0: Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez caught.